Hello and welcome to Agonising Aunties. This is our first podcast. My name is Sarah. And my name is Georgia. I am a comedy student. I'm originally from London. And I'm a psychology student, so I probably ought not to be doing this podcast. (laughs) So we have decided to make uh, Agonising Aunties uh, an advice, kind of bad advice, because when growing up, I received a lot of advice. Yeah, I received a lot of advice and a lot of it was bad advice. Yeah, it was <laughs> terrible. Um, and so we decided, why not we put it in a podcast format? And, you know, help some of you out there or not help you. Is yeah. What's going to happen. <laughs> Definitely. Um, just before we begin, I wanted to give you, Georgia, a bit of, like, history. Yeah, go for on it. On the humble agony aunt. And it says, in 1691, there was a 30-year-old man called John Dunton who was having an affair and realised there was no one he could ask for advice about it with revealing his identity. Most of us would have shrugged and struggled on, but in Dunton, he was like a printer and a bookseller. Oh, okay. And so, uh, realising his dilemma could not be unique, he launched the Athenian Gazette and then it took off. An interactive magazine was born, it wow. says, according to The Guardian. And I don't that's, know. I suppose, the agony, agony Aunt was born. It was, in 1961, by a man called John Dunton. And it was a man? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> of course it was. He was shagging around. So, shall we get to our first yeah, Agony Aunt? Yeah, let's Shall I do my first? Please go for okay, it. Okay, it's a bit long, but okay. I think it's worth it. So, my boyfriend is the biggest chatterbox I've ever met. And on the rare occasion I manage to speak, he stares at me vacantly like he's not listening. Probably thinking about tears or whatever. <laughs> There's a weird reason I haven't dumped him yet. He has a third nipple on his torso, like this is the nose, and his regular nipples are the eyes, and the belly button is like a surprised little mouth. <laughs> I named this chess man Christopher, and when my boyfriend is sleeping, I have long chats with Christopher about my feelings. Though he never responds, he's clearly sympathetic. My feelings are so strong for him that when he is, when my actual boyfriend is snoring heavily, <laughs> I kiss the mouth of the belly button. What should I do? No. Yeah. That's hilarious. I know. Disturbing. It, but, but quite fucking funny. <laughs> uh, but like, belly buttons freak me out. Yeah. I just can't really imagine like kissing one no and like it's so <laughs> disgusting they kind of have a smell yeah well i feel like you've never discussed this before mine smells does it yeah yours doesn't no mine doesn't fresh I'm like a know. daisy yeah fresh as a daisy You're clean i'm not what i want to know is what like how's she kissing it is she going for like a peck? Is she going for like a tongue? She's French, kissing him. You know. Wait, what's the um, chess man called? The chess man. The so chess man called him Christopher. Name? Yeah, she's named him. Called Christopher. What's her boyfriend? The, the boyfriend doesn't say what the boyfriend's called. She doesn't give a shit what the boyfriend's name is. It's Christopher. Uh, <laughs> how can yeah. I, I don't get how you can be in love with like no a man. But... I mean, my favourite bit is. Though he never responds. He's not going to respond, <laughs> is he? You've made a face out of your boyfriend's torso. Brilliant, brilliant. But yeah, what should she do? What should she do? Right, are we going to go like TLC on it? When it's like, help, I can't stop eating paint. It's affecting the kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, a nice person would say, 
you obviously having like a difficult time she's lonely you know she's got no one to talk to but we're saying but we're saying get some fucking help <laughs> certified dis- nutter disturbing. <laughs> what disturbing on the fact she's talking to a belly button is she like face? like you know like, like pillow talk <laughs> like hey hey girl oh so today i had a really hard day <laughs> oh, i stubbed my toe <laughs> what i want to know is I'm just like, did she know. look at it and go Ooh, that'd be making me act up. And also, I'm just thinking of the logistics of it. Like, her boyfriend's going to be lying on his pillow, like, Mm. asleep. Like, if she wants to speak to the, like, torso man, does she have to, like, roll her boyfriend over? (laughs) And she squirms down. She squirms down. So she looks like she's, like, you know, she's about to give him some head, but she's like, she's talking to his belly button. (laughs) Could you imagine if he woke up and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm about to, like, morning glory. And then she's like, oh, Christopher. And he's like, my name's, like, Nathan. (laughs) (laughs) He's so the fuck's Grace? (laughs) I just, yeah. But also nipples, like, have hair. Yeah. So why would you imagine that? Like what, hairy well, I suppose it's a third. Ni- I don't know. A I third nipple is the nose. The nipple. The third nipple's the nose. So I imagine it's deeper How fucked set up is down the third nipple. <laughs> this poor bloke. Is he, has he just got like a phantom like nose on his chest? <laughs> has she got psychosis? I think she's insane. Yeah, I think. So she's... what could she do? Right. I think so. Best option is to decapitate her boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> and elope with his fucking and elope with his torso face. <laughs> oh, he's come to Granny Green today. She's <laughs> done like a wobbly torso and I've ah, ah, ah. <laughs> 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 You know um you know oh what's the thing from Doctor Who? Moisturise me. <gasps> what? Oh, what's she called? Cassandra? Cassandra, Is that yeah. it Cassandra? And she's like the last human, but it's not. It's just like a tea towel and a bit of rack, <laughs> isn't it? With the face. You could literally... So skin your boyfriend alive. Yeah. And then stretch out that skin. Yeah. She could Cassandra her boyfriend. She could Cassandra him. And like frame him. <laughs> she could frame Christopher and get rid of the other bloke because he sounds useless. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... I, at least he talks to her. Like yeah. He talks to her all the time. She d- he just doesn't listen. What? The Christopher? The actual boyfriend. Oh. My boyfriend is the biggest chatterbox I've ever met, and on, oca- on the occasion I manage to speak to him, he vaguely looks like he's not listening. So he speaks, he just doesn't listen. Oh. oh. Well, I suppose it's better than, you know. So maybe it's almost in a backwards kind of way. It's like, I want my boyfriend to listen to me. Yeah. So she's made up this fucking... So she just talks to his, like, muted chess man when he's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> so you could, what you could say is Go she's on. got the best of both worlds. Yeah. Because her boyfriend talks to her. Why is she time. complaining? I don't know. She's got a fucking boyfriend. <laughs> and we haven't. They're in the thrapple together. Yeah, they are. I think this I think this girl's sorted. Her boyfriend talks to so her. So let's give her some options. So option number one, Cassandra him. Yeah. Yeah. Option number two. Grow you... up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um option number three, dump him. I've got an option four. And I've got an option five, you go. Cut off the third nipple. Because then it doesn't look like a face, and then she won't be able to talk to him, but she'll still have her other boyfriend. But if you cut off the third nipple, that's kind of cutting off someone's nose. Yeah, true. You can still talk to someone that doesn't have a nose. Yeah, that's that's very true, you can. <laughs> I just thought, I just feel like the third nipple is like, 
the like holy grail of what this problem is. It's like the center point right. of the issue. Okay. Because it made it. it I made think it's face. <laughs> it made the torso a face. I think it's the fact that she's fucking nuts. <laughs> she's gonna end up. I think she just like kill him. No, or like may- maybe <clears throat> rather than killing him, that's a bit extreme. Yeah. Make some like scratches. Scratches. So like, like you said, take off the nipple yeah. and kind of like fuck up your boyfriend's torso. Yeah. So it doesn't look like a face, like this mangled yeah. face. Yeah. I think tattoo cover the whole thing up. Like a Ed Sheeran kind of. Yeah. Or, line jobby. Or if she's really li- in love with this Christopher, <gasps> tattoo the torso as an actual face. An actual face. <laughs> So it seems like she's really talking to you. Who are we envisaging? I'm kind of envisaging Chris Eubank. Chris Eubank. I am envisaging um, Steve. What's his name? Steve Buscemi. Buscemi. <laughs> <laughs> what the bug eyed yeah, guy? The bug eyed guy. I feel like he's got nipple eyes. I yeah. feel like it could be him. Nipple eyes. He does. Yeah. Bulging tit eyes. Yeah, he's got. literally. Tits for eyes. I think that's it. That's it. So. Okay, in conclusion to your problem, yeah, uh, she should get a tattoo yeah. of someone else's face on her boyfriend's chest. So it feels like she's talking to a real person. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. I like that. That's I like good. That. It's a bad problem, though. Poor girl. <laughs> <laughs> bad problem or bad girl? Bad girl, I think. <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> mine is an Ask Alex. Okay. Uh, male one this time. I mean, I'm practically a boy, so, you know. Dear Alex, my husband and I have always enjoyed a healthy sex life, but just recently he's become cold and distant, and for the past few months he's refused to make love to me at all. I'm 45 and he is 46, and we've been married for 20 years. I've asked him if there's someone else, but he says no, and I believe him. He says he still loves me, but the physical side of our relationship is over, and he's not interested in sex anymore. What can I do, Alex? And yeah, well, right. Let's just dissect this problem okay. first because I've got a funny response. What? Alex so she's said. been married how many years? Uh, twenty years. So twenty years is a long time, isn't it? Yeah. You know, I'm twenty two. My God. And those first twenty years, they were hard. <laughs> they were a, they were oh my a God! Slog. When I was five and a half. <laughs> Jesus. That when I was two, you know. Um. So I think. Just quickly before we go, yeah. when I was younger, I actually had a really bad ordeal with a banana sandwich. Where <laughs> did that come from? <laughs> because when I was five and a half was a traumatic time. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, my nanny like had made me a banana sandwich because yeah. I really like mushy foods. I used to eat frozen bananas <laughs> instead of ice cream because I was really fat and that's what I was allowed. <laughs> um, and I quite like long hair, curly yeah. hair, and one of my hairs got stuck in my in my banana sandwich. Oh no! Ate the banana sandwich. Obviously, you can munch on the hair. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then my just, no, <laughs> came in and yanked this long ass curly that hair, so covered in banana. And I've got a story that complements that perfectly. Go, go. So, <laughs> so when I was eight in year eight, I got deemed gifted and talented at French. Did you? Yeah. So gift and talented at French is bullshit because I couldn't actually speak French. Okay. And then they were like, oh, you can go on this trip and you can go you can go and be gift and talented at French. It wasn't to France. It was to Kilf. So Kilf was like a <laughs> shit beach, right? <laughs> Where the fuck is Kilf? I don't know. So we all sat around eating dinner. It was one of those, like, you had a plastic tray, went onto the thing, went along and they dished out this pasta. And I had a friend, and I won't name names, but she had 
it wasn't just curly hair, it was like thick. And I mean, like each strand was like a good, like a big girthy strand. <laughs> and my other friend, okay. kind of a fair phobia, you know, it gets around the plug or whatever. And my other friend thought it was a good idea to put one of her hairs in <laughs> pasta. And <laughs> cried. <laughs> because she pulled this big, long hair out uh. of her pasta. She was sort of eating it. But, you know, you eating your own hair is bad, but her eating this other girl's hair. And, like, the same trip, my bed broke and stuff, it was, and I cried, and it was just a <laughs> Where'd disaster. Where'd you go? Kiefer? What? Where'd you go? Kiefer? Kill. Oh, kill. That's a milk. It's called Kill. It's like a beach, a shitty pebbled beach. I have... Kilf. 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 <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Grandma, open your ears. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. I just... Yeah, fucking freaky, man. But anyway, back to but, what was her face? Yeah, so... Um, what was her face? What's her face? Uh, married for 20 years, doesn't yeah. have sex, right. Okay. So that's her problem. Do you want to hear the quick response? Yeah, go on, give me a quick response. So he goes, There are many reasons why a married man could suddenly find himself suffering from a reduced interest in the sexual side of a relationship. Pressure at work, health concerns, or simple tiredness can all lead to flogging or flagging interest in the physical aspects yeah. of love, right? However, on this occasion, I fear that your husband's lack of enthusiasm in the bedroom is due to him worrying about the fact that since 1970s, disproportionate shares of Scotland's revenues from North Sea Oil have gone to funding infrastructure in England. The only way to rekindle your husband's interest in sex is to vote yes for an independent Scotland on the referendum on the September 18th. Oh, that is brilliant. That's and it was, so funny. <laughs> ask Alex, the First Minister of Scotland, Alex Salmond. Oh. <laughs> well, I was about to give them some sort of like, you know, quite heartfelt. Yeah, like try like like try a bit of role play, yeah. spice things up, maybe a bit of you know bondage. Yeah, I mean from, ice cubes, ice cubes, a frozen banana, <laughs> frozen banana. Well, you know, don't look at it. But I feel like with these two, regardless of the answer given, okay, because we don't know what's been going on in their sex life prior to that. Right. They might be into some kinky shit. Okay. Might yeah. they? So what if they've you exhausted the revenues? You yeah. know? I don't know I'd divorce. <laughs> Get rid of him. Or what you could do, Henry the Eighth style it. Yeah. Behead them. Yeah. Behead them. Mm-hmm. Maybe she should get another partner. I don't mean oh, get divorced. Right. They could introduce a third party. Okay. There's a, she's got loads of options. How do you feel about having, like, a boyfriend and then... What, and then they didn't want to have sex with me? <laughs> I feel quite upset, I think. <laughs> no. I don't see where she's coming from. Yeah, no, of course. Mm. But she should try something realistic, like therapy. Yeah. <laughs> Not agony art. <laughs> ask Alex. Yeah, ask Alex. <laughs> yeah. Go on. Go on. You know what to do. <laughs> Alex, you know, whatever Minister of Scotland he was. So I think his name's... I'm going to be really bad. Salmond? S A M O N D. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. We're going to sound really stupid because I can't. Salmon, yeah. I think she should. Salmon? In the Scottish accent? Let's be sensible here. She should speak to her husband. She should speak to him and establish why he doesn't want to have sex. Who doesn't want to have sex? It's probably because he's worrying about disproportionate shares of (laughs) Scotland's revenues. He's probably worrying about anything. What would you normally worry about? Like, 
what that would stop me wanting to have sex yeah the fact that the planet's dying i mean you don't want to be sort of mid rut and then you just say shit global warming it really would put you off wouldn't it <laughs> as you're getting hot oh you're my like, god oh my god it's so quick <laughs> the planet's getting warm as well <laughs> better cool it down yeah um i don't know i think i would uh, what would worry me brexit really no we're in the middle of a pandemic yeah, and you're worried that. about brexit. i mean i'd be worried about coronavirus if i brought home a random Okay. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you're gonna shag them, and then you think they could they could have Rona. Yeah. I mean, the last night out we went on, one of our mates pulled someone. Oh, wait, who? I'm not naming names. No, 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 but they can't see us. Oh yeah. yes, and, of course. You know, when we're at Toast Tuesdays, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, they um they pulled him, and they didn't think twice. No. You know, scary times. I mean, we both kissed people probably mid-pandemic when we shouldn't have done. Yeah, but my grandma has very soft lips. Yeah, my man just passed away. <laughs> right. Okay. So that is their problem. That's... Not a very. I just thought the answer was quite funny. Yeah, the answer is brilliant. I mean, if they're going to ask him, that's the answer that they're going to give, isn't it? That's so funny. So funny. Imagine and ask Boris. Oh my God. Boris, how do I get my hair so lovely and white? <laughs> well, uh, the thing is, you um... Go to the hairdresser, but don't go to the hairdresser, but do go to the hairdresser. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just give yourself weird, <laughs> avoidant answer. I love this. Boris, how do I, um... How do I keep my um, face from looking so wrinkly and tired? I mean, you could use cream, but you don't have to use cream, but you could use cream. But yeah, you don't have to use don't cream. Use cream. Imagine if Boris just sat around and went, oh, spath on your face. It's <laughs> <laughs> meant to be quite good for your skin, it is, isn't what? it? What? Spunking? Yeah, on your face. I've read that somewhere. Right. Well, I think it's meant to prevent wrinkling. Really? Yeah. Right, so those are our agony aunts. They are our for agony this aunts. week. I feel like we started on a good on a good stead, you know. I think we did. Oh, Christopher and his nipple nose. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And uh, don't forget to vote on September the eighteenth, even though we're in twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> um, so at this point of our podcast, we would love to read out one of your problems. Um, so we would like you to email them in. They can be elaborate. They can be made up. We don't care. We just want to read them out and see if we can solve them in exactly. some sort of way. Exactly. We want you to email in as many as you want. Yeah. And we... at agonisingaunties at gmail dot com. Yes. We'll put the little. Is there some sort of? I don't get technology. Is there some sort of little <laughs> link thing under the podcast? Grandma. <laughs> um. We'll figure it out. Yeah be fine so it's agonizing aunties at gmail.com yeah exactly because we are very agonizing we're yeah. antagonizing y- y- we're oh. irritating yeah <laughs> we shouldn't be making a podcast <laughs> no one wants to listen squealing <laughs> yeah. like a little piglet <laughs> um oh. perfect yeah thank you very much for listening to the first one hopefully there'll be a second <laughs> it's been an experience <laughs>